Welcome to AFK Conversations, the time we started playing Destiny 2. Today, Huck and I sit down our controllers and gush about Destiny, our favorite game, as well as our impressions of the new Dungeon Prophecy. Sit back, relax, and enjoy. Welcome to AFK Conversations, uh, the one where we started Destiny 2. At the time where we started Destiny 2. Fuck, I already messed it up. It's perfect. <laughs> it's a perfect first go into our podcast here. Um, how we do things that's how we do things this will be probably like us being a little bit rough feeling it out um just a little bit but um hi we are not professional podcasters we are the most professional mediocre amateur podcasters (laughs) Uh, so yeah the point of our podcast here is um to chat and talk about things uh in games that we very much enjoy that we very much like um and hence the title afk compass um so for us the thing that we really love diving into the thing that we just continually sink our teeth into is as you see in the background being played uh is destiny 2 um so yeah this is gonna be i I think we'll figure out the timing maybe twice a month maybe every week um i think we can talk about that later too but um we're gonna be kind of just doing this where we kind of chat for an hour on thursdays and just sort of like discuss like what what's what's up what's up with destiny what's up with this game that game what are things we like you know and and we're both pretty familiar um with industry stuff um not that we have huge experience uh personally of working in the industry but we know um a good chunk of things so um but roll it back this podcast is just us chatting uh critically as fans um, gushing about things that we like, um, sort of trying to pick apart things that we may not be so fond of <laughs> in games, and and um, I just kind of sharing that with everyone. So, uh, yeah. If well, I, and also <clears throat> to start a discussion, like you know, we're Absolutely. hoping to get other people involved, and you know, if you happen to tune in when we are mm-hmm. streaming, uh, you know, you can chat Welcome. in the chat with us and. Yeah. Give your two cents about it. Yeah. And we'll have our little spiel in our little format, but that that does not mean that is exclusive or inclusive in mm, exclusive to anyone watching. There we go. That's the word. <laughs> Gosh. English language is a delight sometimes. Um so just a little intros. I am Mr. Huckleberry. On the other line, we have Kelly Kacha on the other line. <laughs> <laughs> Long time fan, first time caller. Uh, <laughs> no, but yeah, uh, I guess I'll give a little spiel about me, and then we can uh, hear a little bit about from you, uh, Katya, about whatever you want to share. But yeah, I've been playing games for for a long, long time. Um, I think what I think we said what our first console was was what we we're going to talk about, and yeah, we, the <laughs> thing that I distinctly remember was I think it was my. F- fifth birthday if i'm not mistaken um my folks got me an n64 um super mario 64 legend of zelda ocarina of time and it's just been a downhill run since then for games because they've just like always been with me um but that's that's definitely where i got um the hook set into me for my my love of games um and uh yeah um for me it was uh super nintendo my uh parents got me and my sister one for christmas one year i don't remember how old i was it wasn't like right when this nintendo 
like came out but mm. uh shortly after and we had super mario world and i just remember like <laughs> spending hours playing that and then yeah uh graduated to like ninja turtles in time and <laughs> it was good times but yeah ever since then i think i've pretty much collected almost every console following and uh yeah yeah i just i like games just in general i like the stories i like playing them i like you mm-hmm. know everything so mm-hmm. here we are in dusty here now are. here we are here here we here we be oh my goodness so um I think for us, we come to specifically enjoy Destiny. That's going to be a lot of probably what we'll talk about during during these times. Um, but at least while we're playing it, <laughs> at least while we're playing it, while it's still in our active repertoire, while it's still a game to be played. Mm-hmm. Um, but or until we decide that it's just you know we need a break. <laughs> yeah, which will probably happen at some point. Hopefully before the DLC drops. This is, this is veering off a little bit here, but um, yeah. Well, why don't you tell people what Destiny is in case they don't Yeah, so a little overview about this game and what you're seeing being played in the background. Um, uh, Destiny is Bungie's current IP and game that they're working on. It is a MMO light, RPG light, first-person looter shooter. (laughs) Sheba's here! What's up, Sheba? Hey, Sheba! And so, if you don't know, those are like the general overtone flavors of what the game is um it's kind of been made in not infamous but like it's been made famous because it's one of the first games to have done all of these big hits on being a great shooter on having some very interesting fun looting mechanics and then also on top of that like doing very in-depth like mechanical based stuff in a game Oh, you just can watch myself blow myself up there. <laughs> That's very good. I panicked. Um, and and the game the game does a lot of. Oh, we wiped here. I forgot about that. That's funny. Oh my um, gosh. Okay. <laughs> I know. Sorry. Uh, but the game does. Bungie's done a very incredible job with shaping this game to be sort of like an industry leader in that way. Like Borderlands has done it. There's been other games that have been looter shooters. There's been other games that um, have gone into the looter shooter genre the division's also another one that comes to mind which like does a lot of things very interesting and like i'd even say better at times than than destiny has but um destiny in certain respects i'm not saying as a whole i think overall no no no, no. Yeah, yeah like no. destiny but i mean nails i think it, it's fair to say that like bungie's definitely forging like the path for this very mm-hmm. uh i don't know unique like shooter looter uh plus raid mechanics plus you know rpg elements plus fantasy plus sci-fi it's Mm -hmm. just like it's there's a lot really get that anywhere else like in the same package and um oh boy i'm sorry real quick i'm sorry if you hear some background noise like i think one of my roommates is yes 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 got someone so um (laughs) yeah but uh Um. Yeah, no. Destiny. Destiny is a very unique game, and Bungie's a very unique company in that they they've just made a world out of this game, and like it's something that like has been played and celebrated. Uh, I I, I, w- I don't want to say like <laughs> I, to a huge degree because like it's like you know most people who play first person shooters like if you say Destiny like oh yeah I'm I'm aware of it you know like people know the name. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So. Well, I mean, I think if nothing else, most people know Bungie. You know, that they're too. not familiar with uh, Destiny specifically. You say Bungie, and they're like, Halo. "Okay, I know Bungie because right. I know Halo." And like, you right. know, there is something to be said with just Bungie's track record of games and mm. like how they have just like redefined genres as, as they've created things. And mm. um, you know, I think Destiny kind of has a reputation that's. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. You know, it has its ups and downs because there's been things that have happened with rollouts of like new content and things like that that mm -hmm. a lot of Destiny fans have not liked. And, you know, there's been a lot of bumps in the road. And I think mm -hmm. like Destiny has definitely been a journey for the fans that, you know, want to keep playing it because yeah. there's been times where it's just like, ah, well, I don't even want to play this game anymore. Like, it's so stale or. Right. And like, whatever. this is this is true of most games, but the way that Destiny's played, like, it's almost like the nth degree. It's almost like the poster child of like gamer burnout <laughs> sometimes. Yeah. And not to Honestly. say that, like, that's that's like the main hit that like Destiny gives you. No, but, like, but it can. It can, that yeah. it's like you start to consume it and it's like a drug where you're just like i must keep doing this i can't stop <laughs> like, very very blizzard world of warcraft-esque like i can't exactly. quit it but i also kind of need to but i can't like yeah hail um, so true the method um and, yeah but i mean like how did you start playing destiny no it's that's what i wanted to get into next too but um for me i uh uh, it's exactly that. Like, I knew Bungie as a studio. I, I, I think I truly fell in love with the games when Halo 1 came out because, like, that's all I played with, like, one of my best friends and his brothers for, like, the longest time. Like, we just, like, day after day after school, just, like, go to his place, like, load up, like, a custom match in, like, Halo 1 and just, like, fight each other. And, like, I know the ins and outs of that campaign, like, no other. It's kind of gross. Uh, but point being is, like, that's that's where I fell in love with Bungie as a studio and like when I heard about Destiny and sort of that like 2014 2013 teaser they put out for it, I was like oh my god like this game looks so cool like it's Bungie's next thing like there's superpowers like there's crazy guns you get like what is this Thunderlord like da 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 and like uh, the whole thing was just like oh my god like I need this I need this in my life um and so uh, I just from the onset and like until till it, I think it was 2013 when that trailer popped and then 2014 was the release. I think I think it's something like that. And so I've been I'm one of those like, you know, played since the beta and haven't stopped kind of people. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, but it, it's, it's because of what I fell in love with Bungie as a studio and what they did with Halo and all that stuff that I kind of dove into Destiny. And truly, like, there's something about the way the game feels, the way it plays, like, the world they created, like, the lore, too, is, like, some of the richest in the game, and that's a whole nother thing that we'll probably save for another podcast, but, like, <laughs> um, it's just an incredible game that, like, I, I, it's maybe the game I've spent the most time playing, like, ever, and so, um, but, yeah, that's how I got started, is I love, oh, my God, I blew myself up again, I love this game, it's a super fun game. Um, and just the pedigree of Bungie and like what they've been able to do and have done uh, is what sold me, sold me in there. So that's uh, that's fair. Uh, I can remember playing uh, Halo. I I didn't have an Xbox originally. I was a PlayStation mm -hmm. uh, fan, and that was the road I took. Um, and when I was in college, I met people that had Xboxes and. 
they were like, hey, want to come to a LAN party? And I was like, I don't what are you talking about? Like, what is this? And um, um, Local the area first time I enjoyed a Halo LAN party with like a Rockets only mode, you know, mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. I just, my life changed. And then once I, you know, played the games and experienced like the campaign and the story and just like the Halo universe, it was like, yeah. I was hooked and um, I was then a Bungie fan. <laughs> Mm -hmm. you know? So um, I think like, uh, you know, life in general happened and I just kind of fell out of games for a while. And um, I remember seeing the commercial for Destiny mm -hmm. like on TV and I that weekend, like we went and got like the new Xbox and Destiny. Yeah, like this <laughs> like, is happening. It's just like, no, right I need this right now. Yeah. And um, yeah. And then... <laughs> There I was playing Destiny, and uh, no, that's super here good. I am now playing Destiny too. So those like those live action commercials too were like they uh, were so good. They're top tier. They're they're uh, mint, if you will. Yeah, yeah. So Bungie knows how to excite their fan base. Like they really do. Mm -hmm. They know what buttons to push. They know what they're, to show. Like, the hype machine so... that is Bungie trying to oh, like, get excited about a thing is unreal. It's out of control. It really so. <laughs> Well, you know, I mentioned before that, mm -hmm. you know, Destiny has had some ups and downs. Um, and, you know, it's been, oh, what, how many years is that? If it was 2014, is it six years? <laughs> it's been On like seven off. years, honestly. Yeah. Playing Destiny. And, um, you know, what do you think, like, has kept us coming back? And, like, why haven't we gone off to, you know, newer titles or mm -hmm. other genres? You know, what do you think it is that keeps us there? Coming back to it. I mean, to be fair, we have, like, dipped our toes into other games. and like we Yeah, I mean, we take breaks, breaks every now and then. You know. But, I mean, why do you think we just always return to Destiny? It's kind of our home as far as, like, gaming goes, I, I feel like. For me, like, no other game. It's just, like, dumb. Like, we'll joke about this, like, when we're playing it, but, like, Hold on a minute. No other game like plays quite like this game does. Like between its mechanics, how it feels, and just like the overall experience of the game just feels solid. Like you feel strong, you feel powerful, like the guns you get are like super interesting and cool and fun. Oh my goodness. Well, and then there's like <laughs> customization for you yeah, know, wanting yeah. to find like the perfect roll of a gun and things like right. that. And, and they've I, implemented I... sorry, please. No, no, no. I just was going to say, um, I think like another really big draw for people is, you know, I think sometimes people forget that Destiny is like an MMO pretty mm -hmm. much. Like, you know, you're in a world with other people and like mm -hmm. you can see other players that you're not necessarily interacting with, but like they're there and like, you know, the world spaces and things like that. But mm -hmm. there's a lot of activities where you have to do teamwork and you have to do problem solving. And I think you... like for me, that's um, that's like a huge draw because there's nothing more satisfying than like going into like a raid or a new dungeon mm -hmm. or whatever some kind of new encounter and like having to try to figure out how to do a thing for me like i yeah. love that i love like yeah. people just being like well maybe we should do this well maybe we should do that and just, just like testing all you the know, ideas for things. yeah testing mm -hmm. and seeing like oh yeah this is it or oh no that was that's not it like you know it's just it's so fun to me and yeah. i just feel like they have delivered so well with that like mm -hmm. you know it, it's doable things with competent like team members and you know we've forged so many friendships within the game and memories and all that. 
Yeah, it's just like, you just, I don't feel like I get that from any other game, whether it's an MMO or what, you know, Mm. it's just like the community and like just the way that you go about things in Destiny. It just makes it. There's nothing quite, quite like it. Yeah, no. And like, that's kind of like what I was sharing before too, is just kind of like the flavor, like where it's like, oh, every time I come back to it, like that's what I enjoy about it. But like really the heart of it is like for me, and I think I've shared this before, at least with you, but like, um, it's it's that idea of like, sort of like a campfire game, kind of like what you're talking about even, where it's like, you come back to this thing where it's like, you can like talk about it. There's like, I have memories with it. There's things that I want to share. And it's like all these like cool things where it's like, oh, I can immediately be like, I remember what Vault of Glass was like when I first beat it. You know what I mean? And like, someone got Vex Mythoclass and like, we didn't know what the fuck that was. And like, I can <laughs> it just immediately mention that moment and just be drawn right back into it. And it's just yeah. that thing where it's like, you come together with your friends and you're like, God, do you remember this? You know? And like, it's a little bit of member berries with that too, but it's like, there's something like so special and unique that where it's like Destiny has dozens of these moments of like fuck like i can't i like can never forget like when we went and like i just like helped this squad like you know do like crota's end and like they're like oh we need someone to do sword runner and it's like we figured it out we coordinated and like i like dipped in and like did the sword thing and like oh like you guys need anything else like oh no they're good and like it's just like those little moments and like coming together and like beating orcs for the first time you know like these big raid moments and like Apart from that, like exploring the dread, like all these different things are like moments that I like cannot ever get rid of because they're just like so ingrained in these like magical moments in time with this game. And so like that for me, like you're saying, is like it's these like moments in these times that like are just so wonderful and so just like ever present now. So Yeah. yeah. Well, and I think the cool thing about Destiny is that like it offers so many different things for people to do within it because Mm -hmm. like you know it has so many different game modes you can do so like you don't have to be kind of like pegged into like okay like this is a looter shooter and so all i do is go and shoot and loot no Mm -hmm. like you can go do pvp you can go like just wander around like the world spaces and do like little patrols like there's lots of different things to do within the game so Mm -hmm. i just feel like it's just it's all encompassing for like all types of players and yeah just makes it that much more of like a rich environment and experience yeah, yeah. and just like the environments the bungee has built like i Stunning. i feel like it, for destiny 2 like when they put out forsaken and they introduced like the dreaming Dream city, city it mm-hmm. like breathed life into that game that was just like I've, oh my gosh yeah. it's hands down the best space they've ever made well even like we have playing here this is the new dungeon that destiny uh, came out with Mm -hmm. this season we'll be talking about this in depth more in a little bit here but like just the like aesthetic of everything is just like so crazy and like bungie's known for like their crazy skyboxes and like that that doesn't fail here but um to to joe and like correct him if i'm wrong here but like what he's saying is like coordination blueberries though um an open world is hard and it's like it's just so funny because like that's just like another thing to to like come back to and commiserate over is like god heckin blueberries you know just like the random people that yeah. like, have the blue name above the head which is why they're called blueberries there's just the um, random people in the world that you like interact with right like those moments can be like so hilarious and so frustrating so and so and wonderful like, yeah and it's the cool thing about it is like you're never directly forced to like interact with people i mean like mm-hmm. you're in a strike together or you're like you're in a patrol zone together or you're on the same team for like 
PVP, but you don't have to talk to them. You don't have to like nope. listen to someone like say whatever to you. Although that There's is an option. No, like text <laughs> happening. All you can do is like emote with each other, or mm. you know, just like get up in each other's face. Like, and mm. I don't know. It's just there have been times where like you know you're doing stuff like the two of us will be doing stuff and we're like paired with a blueberry and we're like man this blueberry is so good like mm -hmm, this mm -hmm. guy's so cool and like you know you just like, at you, Sheba. You're, like <laughs> fingers crossed that like this guy's in our next strike again and he yeah. doesn't leave like let's yeah. just keep playing with them and you know it's just like moments like that where you're just like you might only ever run into that player like one time ever but it's like you remember that time and you're just like oh that blueberry oh you know it's just, like a fond yeah. memory and like yeah uh it's just a magical thing i don't know it's stupid destiny is so good <laughs> yeah uh joe's also right too though like we i think we've all kind of had our, our fair share of this but he's saying um frustration yeah i get messaged later on uh <laughs> about my performance and ch xbox chat sometimes and like you get people yeah. that are like whatever some people say like generally like oh ggs or whatever but there's some people who's just like a little a little yeah, salty salty yeah, yeah. So. but i mean that's like i feel like any game and like any like competitive game mode too you just have people that like are very serious about it which like mm -hmm. good for them i'm glad but like yeah. you know for me it's just a game and so, like yeah. i'm i am pretty good about being able to like <laughs> you know separate the two but mm -hmm. i know not everybody <laughs> Yeah. is in that same uh, place no and okay. it can be super frustrating to you sometimes in those random yeah. animations it's like you're just no, trying to get sure. a thing done and like other people are either hindering it or like just don't know how to do it and like yeah. there's something to be said where it's like well they might be new they might just not know they also might just be trolls and assholes too <laughs> like yeah. it's totally within the wheelhouse of possibility i mean so. it is technically the internet so, mm -hmm. <laughs> so anything mm -hmm. is possible you know so so <laughs> Uh, do you want to talk about any of the like specific like activities inside of this? Yeah, so to sort of further break down the fine destiny for those who may not know, um, and we sort of been like talking around and about different things like that too, but there are so many things that are packed into this game. Also, like wildly enough, it's a large portion of destiny is free to play. So if you are watching this at some point and curious about it, like just download it and check it out for yourself like it's a wild world there's honestly like the community can be toxic and i you know take reddit with a grain of salt but um it in large part is like a pretty welcoming very um good community it's a healthy i'd say in large part community i think there's general frustrations and there's like long-seated uh 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 just difficulties that, that people have with the game and stuff and like there's there's that's a whole nother once again this is a conversation for another another time mm -hmm. but like any gaming community is gonna have parts of it that like the fan base is like ooh, i wish this was a little different you know that's always well, gonna be the case and like bungie and, and destiny aren't uh absolved of that you know i also feel like that's um just like commentary on the passion that people have for the game mm -hmm. like beyond everything right it's just like you know people wouldn't get mad if they didn't care and right people I, get mad because they care i think that's exactly play. what it and largely like most of the criticism comes down to is like people enjoy the game so much they have a vision for like how they wish the experience was different mm -hmm. or better or like more mm -hmm. in their wheelhouse of, of how they feel like it should play and like that once again it's like friction of like well, what is once you see it should be and like what do players feel yeah, like it should be kind yeah. of a thing so yeah the, I just the eternal debate <laughs> the balance of that and then also the fact that Bungie really does try to um 
you know, engage with the community and get right. feedback and like they want to know like, you know, what's going on and like yeah. I I don't know. It's it's got to be tough to for them to say like, okay, look, we we have this vision, this is how we want it to go down, but like it's received like not well, you know. And like I I think a lot of times that players don't consider how much time and work went into a thing or how long it takes for a thing to be achieved on their end. Right. You right. know, like they just want a quick fix of like, Hey, you did this and it's like bad. So fix it now. And it's like, like why can't it be? Well... The other way? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, not, like... it's not just like going and be like, Oh, let me just press the reset button here. You know, it's like, no, that's definitely, like, it's a just... tough, it's just a tough conversation, you know? Cause it's like, I don't know. Cause like, how's the developer be like, Hey, give us a break. Like, it's it's tough to make this thing it's like that almost like yeah. seems like yeah. what was me it's just like a weird balancing act with all of it too and so mm-hmm. um i'd say they do it really well though i i really think i they think do. Part, yeah. I, I think that for how heated people get about things myself included because mm-hmm. i'm very like <laughs> opinionated am, about I things not i I constantly am like talked down off my ledge of like anger by just like watching like a Vidoc or like, you know, yeah. a reading the twab or whatever. And I'm like, oh, yeah. okay, well, like it's going to be fine now. And like I'm just over it after yeah. that, you yeah, know? Yeah. But it's just like, I wouldn't feel so upset if I didn't care. I would just be like, oh, whatever. And I'd move on to another title. But like <laughs> I'm, you know, invested in this game and it's like, no, I care. Like, please fix it because I want to keep enjoying this. So. Yeah. Well, what's funny here too, and like Shiba was saying, like, uh, like what I do is like I end up teabagging fools and then I get messages and then I keep teabagging. Which is like that's totally like <laughs> Shiba's just like fucking trolling people, which is like a perfectly acceptable thing to do in an online game. Like that's just what's gonna happen. Yeah. You know? Well I'm like I don't feel like that's like a malicious thing. It'd be like one thing no. to send like any mean messages to people. But I mean like, that's we've had our fair share of but that. like we know like you know the trolling in pvp yes it is aggravating if someone emotes on you after they just like oh murder you the like disrespect. oh my god the disrespect it's so much disrespect yeah. but like you know that's part of the experience you know mm-hmm. if you're good then like you know you're gonna get some hate so yeah. like if anything it's just validation that you're good exactly. so whatever <laughs> um and the other thing uh too is like on the flip side of that just saying like uh, you know, it's funny, like, I've never really had a negative experience like that in Destiny, like, Ever Guardian and Random Chaos has always been very welcoming, which, like, in PvE, honestly, like, that's most of, like, what I've experienced, too, so, um, mm-hmm. it's just, like... Well, and I think, but I think it just, like, depends on, like, your playstyle, too, because, like, mm-hmm. if you're, like, I, I'm an average player, I'd say, especially, like, in PvP and stuff, like, I'd I do well enough, but I'm not, average, like, I'm not... I'm not Huck level uh, PvPer, so like my <laughs> ratio of getting messages in game, like after a PvP match, is like mm-hmm. super super low because like I'm not making crazy plays. I'm not like disrespecting people. I'm just trying to shoot mans and like get some some good like you know plays happening. But mm-hmm. um, you know, so no one like really ever singles me out. But like when you have games or like you know. <laughs> you're at the top of the leaderboard and like you have a 12.0 kd because like you killed 24 people and, like you died once like yeah. you know and everybody else like didn't go positive on the other team like yeah. how can they not feel like salty yeah i just like so. what the fuck did i just go through and like I've, yeah. we've, we've been on both sides of that right where it's like we've had yeah. teams that just like absolutely oh, yeah. roll us and it's like what yeah. just happened what have i oh my god i need a drink <laughs> I know and a cigarette <laughs> yeah happening? so um 
yeah the 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 experience is like varied and wild but like every time it's just like once again it's another hit of like what makes this game like so good to come back to you know mm -hmm. um, yeah and so with that though but, mm -hmm. oh okay oh my gosh my cat's attacking my chair oh my God. um be safe <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think we should talk about though um, this lovely footage we have going in the background and our yeah. new obsession in new Destiny obsession. 2, which is the Prophecy Dungeon. Yeah, um, yeah. I was gonna say dungeons in general have been our obsession, but yes, they this... have been. But our latest obsession, our latest is, latest obsession. Uh, is is Prophecy, and it is amazing yeah. in every respect. And I know um, we both watched the uh, the ride along. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, from Monday the other day and like I know you had some really good takeaways from that and like do you want to kind of just give like yeah. a kind of rundown of um, <laughs> what exactly the dungeon uh, is about without spoilers and um, like why we're going there yeah and then well I mean it, there's kind of the design and everything behind it I mean here. there's kind of some major I mean we're playing the heck in footage of it so like there are some <laughs> I, active I know, spoilers <laughs> Same for the voice part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I got you. Sorry. Um, no, and like Joe, like e even in my own Elo, because he's saying like I only have a bad time in PvP when I get dragged up into Hux Elo, <laughs> which is like oh, yeah. I even have bad times in there too. And yeah. like Shiba, Shiba knows the pain too, because like like you're saying, like you just live in PvP, so um, it's the way it goes sometimes. But uh, rolling it back. Sorry. Um, the the prophecy dungeon is the newest in Bungie's like three man like end game, um, which I think it's fair. I put air, air quotes there, but like it really is like an end game activity. Um, it usually incorporates like some theme that like keeps getting played out uh, throughout the dungeon, and um, especially with the ride along and the Vidoc that they showed uh, recently. Which like if you didn't watch it, and you're interested in the prophecy dungeon, like absolutely watch it. It's really cool the stuff that kind of went in there. But for me, uh, the coolest thing, and you kind of like can see a snapshot of it in here, where even like the shapes throughout the like structure of um, the prophecy dungeon, like tell a bit of the story and the tale of this whole question of like when you're going in there, the whole question is posed like, what is the darkness? And like you're asking, you know, the nine who are these like etheric, otherworldly like organization that have like. It almost seems like strings like attached to like every corner of our universe, including the Traveler, including the Darkness, including the Hive, the Cabal, the Vex, you know, the Fallen. Like they kind of are like aware and just sort of this like shadowy Cabal that like loom in the distance that you kind of just like hear whispers of really. And so you come to this asking the question for wanting to understand like what is the darkness and like What's interesting is you start with these shapes, as I kind of showed, of like, if you saw in the very beginning, like, there's these spheres, right, throughout this whole, like, hallway encounter, like, it's just, like, and even, like, the tube you're going through is, like, a sphere, it's a cylinder, right? And then you get to the first boss, and, like, there's now, like, more spheres, but there's, like, half, half spheres, and when you get into the wasteland here, you see more shapes of, like, squares and, like, like cubes alongside, like, like half spheres and so it's kind of like fading transitioning you go into what we call the upside down but i think it's like heaven slash hell um that's where it becomes a lot more like angular and that's where it's like it is it's a box that you're rotating through and like making your way through it and as you'll see um here in a bit it then starts transitioning to 
um, a diamond shape, and it goes from being a square to a diamond, and like it then like further is constricting, and it's no longer this like flowing shape. It's this like angular, rigid thing, and then like by the time you get to the boss room, it's all this like pyramid. It's just you're in triangle shapes, and it's like so interesting to go from like because it's a whole discussion through shapes of going from a sphere, the traveler, to pyramids and triangles the darkness and it's like just this like fascinating like just sort of tidbit and like what we played this what i think we finished our 18th ish clear of this dungeon mm-hmm. like last mm-hmm. night when we were doing this <laughs> yeah and so it's like it's funny to have noticed all these things but then someone's like it's sort of like you know like you don't pay attention uh about a car on the road right until you're like looking for a car and then you see nothing but that car like that's mm-hmm. kind of what's happened for me in this dungeon so where like they mentioned like the shapes like throughout the dungeon i'm like oh my god like i totally see it now i get it like and it's just so mm-hmm. it's so that to me was like the biggest thing i was like this is so interesting so well and like one of the main mechanics in the dungeon is like light and dark and so um during mm-hmm. some of those encounters like you'll see like you know light modes drop or dark modes drop from the enemies and like everything in this dungeon is so black or white you know soft or hard like it's just Mm -hmm. so literal about things and Mm -hmm. that's Mm -hmm. it's just you're taking like a visual journey along with like you know just the journey of the dungeon itself because like you're trying to get through it and like get to the end but like just the aesthetics and like the colors and just oh my gosh it's everything about it is so cool and i think like the heaven and hell room we call it like upside down down. um you know it's it's so cool because it's i think they said it was inspired like an m from an mc escher like yeah uh, painting yeah they wanted, that room Which, in particular was inspired by mc escher yeah. mm-hmm. and like when i saw the trailer for the uh dungeon and they showed that like i immediately was just like i want to go to there mm-hmm. like this is this seems like the coolest place ever yeah. and i mean just who would think like in a like fps like a first that you're gonna machine. go be playing in a room that you're like rotating from like wall to ceiling to floor to back again and like everything's rotating with you and just like to actually be able to achieve that and then also have like the added effect of like okay if you're standing in light then like you know you get light modes if you're standing in dark you get dark modes like Mm -hmm. just having to be able to navigate the space and stay alive and like figure out what you're doing like um i think like my like proudest moment i think of this dungeon was the first time that we cleared this we cleared it just the two of us like and this is a three-man activity which like it is difficult and i will like i'll add the asterisk of like we did technically have three people for like (laughs) different portions randomly (laughs) different small portions of our first first clear yeah and we can talk (laughs) about that too also yeah go ahead if you wanna well i was just gonna interject here joe's saying like it's funny like a math perspective uh from a math perspective uh like circles and triangles are like pretty similar and he said like he further said like where they relate very well, which is like that in of itself, like adds another layer to like what's so oh, interesting yeah. about this being like, like a light versus dark mm-hmm. thing, where it's like no, it's a relationship, it's a combination, it's a, it's mm-hmm. a transient thing between both of them, kind of a. Well, and like you know, the answer that they like give you of like what is the darkness is also super interesting too, because it's like <laughs> I don't want to spoil anything, but like it's it's very 
every aspect of like the narrative the aesthetics the using the shapes mm-hmm. all feeds into like the same thing and it's just it is packaged so perfectly mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just i'm so impressed by it yeah this season and once again this can be another podcast unto itself but like this season in particular has been uh, I think uh, a knockout, like one of the best, maybe since opulence. You Surprisingly, know? what good um, because we thought this would be a throwaway season. Yeah, it's just like a weird pulled over, just kind of meh thing. So, because mm-hmm. um, I mean, we're waiting for um, the you new know, September, game. well yeah. August now to hit for the new uh, uh, November, uh, November tenth. Oh shoot! I'm the other the other month. The month off. The other month out. The other month further out. <laughs> <sighs> so sad. Um. Yeah, but oh, that's um, interesting, it's. Oh, I'm trying to read what Joe's saying too. Oh. oh, synodal functions mean triangle. Triangle. Oh, math equals, stuff. So. I'm, I'm, yeah, like I don't know. Sorry, it sounds like a math thing, and I know it's a math thing, but I don't <laughs> know what that means. But I'm into it. I'm still into it all the same. <sighs> oh. So. What else did we want to say about? <sighs> Oh, what um during the ride along that we were watching, it was like pretty funny to see how the devs referred to different things within the game and oh, we were kind of yeah. commenting how it's so funny that like um when you're holding like the moats and you go to put them in like the appropriate like light columns or mm. darkness columns, how we call it dunking them. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, like yeah. the devs refer to it in the same way. It's like, and oh, we you just go dunk into this zone. It's like, oh, good. Yeah. And so, like, it's just funny to see, like, you know, I don't know if that was like an original, like, dev term or if that was a fan term that the devs, like, you know, took on and used. But, like, I just love the fact that those things kind of go back and forth and, like, you know, mm-hmm. it becomes the term, the accepted term for. Right, you know, right. It becomes universal. It's not just like, the player base and the fan base come out with something it's like we all are like no we're all on board like it's dunking like there's that's it it's yeah it's like when you're playing destiny you don't get like text on the screen that says take this over here and dunk it like you yeah. know it doesn't tell you anything you just have to figure out like how do i interact with these objects well, i know okay, i'm holding these i need to be able to do something with mm-hmm. it and so you have to problem solve what to do and so well and even um, if it does give you the prompt to do something it's like deposit here or whatever it doesn't say yeah. like don't that shit you know like it doesn't like give you like something so this hallway also is another crazy thing and like i'll, I'll just keep letting it around but i want to jump back into like the shape thing like that the room you enter in is a big rectangular square and like as soon as you come out here the hallway begins to twist and turn and that like crazy neon pattern into a diamond and here we're surrounded by like triangles and pyramids and diamonds and it's all connected by these ribbons it's like the whole and like this is maybe one of the most stunning vistas that like they've created so far mm-hmm. in this oh you can see me fail horrifically here this is great. This, I think this is where we wipe. It's fine. Um, oh, yeah. We totally did. Um, yeah. But this, it's... The thing that's, like, so amazing about the dungeon, I think, is the uh, the space. Like, mm-hmm. you, it feels ginormous, you know? And I think part well, of that is because, like, we do get the sparrows to be able to, like, traverse around and stuff. Right. So that, you know, lends to that. But just, like, the scale of things and, like, how small you are in comparison <laughs> to, like you know the pyramids and everything else and like mm-hmm. it's just it's so the good. scale of it's like crazy and you are moving through this whole thing too like that's the other thing too is like i think what's interesting is in each dungeon in different ways like movement is like 
um, given to you, experienced. Uh, I, I'm I'm kind of like struggling to find the right word that I'm looking for, but like you go through it in different ways. Where it's like in the pit, it's literally a descent into the like the depth of it. Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. in the Shattered Throne, it's a slow, like arduous ascension. You know, and mm -hmm. this, it's like it's not it's it's not a like up or down movement it's literally like you just move from like one side to the other which i think also once again speaks towards the relationship between like light and dark which like it's just like i i think they absolutely fucking crushed it on like the theme yeah. presentation and like yeah. mechanics like everything it's, for that. it's more of like a lateral which like light and dark <laughs> exist side by side so like yeah. it's just again like more thought and that's the thing is like you know it's even though this is like i guess you could say oh it's just a dungeon whatever it's just something you do in your free time like yeah i can get new gear from it whatever the thought and the process behind it is just like so this is it incredible. it wasn't them just being like oh let's just like make a fun like platformer like level for people to go through and get loot yeah. it was like no let's like give a narrative in every possible way this? about yeah. like what's happening and yeah um Another thing they talked about in the ride along was the uh, sound design behind everything. And it's just like so cool because you have all these like audio I'm cues sorry. where, like, if you're holding light modes, it sounds different. If you're holding dark modes, it sounds yeah, different. And then, yeah. uh, the music is very, <sighs> music's really good. I mm -hmm. wish there, were, I honestly wish there was more music in it, but like the moments that you do get music are very oh. impactful moments that, you know, it just lends so much to the experience. And oh, it's just so good. I'm in love it's with this dungeon. Good. Sorry. Again. I would marry it if I could. Oh my gosh. Well, uh, you're going to have to fight me for those rights. So. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> oh, this is where I get yeeted off the world. Okay, there we go. Mm -hmm. That can yeah, happen. This is when we wipe. It's um, let's see. Gosh, I switch off my notes to go look at a message that was very. I did need to deal with it later. But um, yeah, so I think overall. Um, I don't want to end on a negative note, but I think, like, is there anything mm -hmm. that you feel like, oh, but, like, maybe this could be, like, tweaked or, like, tuned up or, like, something that's, like, maybe just, like, misses the mark a little bit in, like, in this dungeon experience, like, if there's anything at all, even. Because if, if I'm being honest, like, I really can't think of I... much in, in this experience <laughs> at all that'd be like, ah, oh, well, like, this kind of fell a little flat, or, like, because, like, once again, I didn't even expect anything out of the season. I don't think they even mentioned that we were getting a dungeon. They're like, oh, hey, here's a dungeon. It's like, yeah. oh, my God, okay, cool. Like, dope. I think, I think, like, honestly, my honest answer would be, I wish there was more of it. Like, Fair. I wish that Fair. there was more things to do, and that I could just keep playing it forever, because it mm -hmm. doesn't get old, and it's super mm -hmm. fun. Um, I love the fact that they added like, you know, the emissaries back in the wasteland the second time you go through it and you can yeah. choose to talk to them or not. And it adds, you know, more story to characters that it's a we know a little bit about the mm -hmm. characters, but they're really doing a setup for next season, which yes, is gonna focus yes, yes. more on the characters that um well and they the, talk about between so. the drifter and Eris and like the actual presence in like our dealings with like darkness and all that mm -hmm. so it's just very mm -hmm. interesting um it's, it's just really cool that's really well done and like the other thing to consider too is that like i think they said that when they were doing the voiceovers and stuff for mm -hmm. this dungeon it was after um lockdown had started yeah, once COVID and so all of the stuff was like done remotely yeah and which so, is wild I mean, to me 
just to imagine uh, putting the finishing touches on something that has just been such an amazing experience and to know that like they did it, you know, from home with limited resources and it's still just like been knocked completely out of the park, I think is just, again, like another way of just kind of gushing about Bungie in general and how they handle things and um, time and quality that's put into their games and all the experience. I think to maybe dip our toes a little bit into it too, like it's, this is something I've, I've been saying, so I guess I'm dating myself a little bit on it, but like, I really think now and with this DLC, we're going to be seeing how Bungie does this game on their own and it's fully now mm-hmm. back in their control as like their ship and like when they kind of did their big sort of thing about like shadow keep and all that and like i think they like and it was right after they split from fuck who was activision, activision. Right? Yeah. um like i could forget that but um they officially called destiny an mmo like everyone's always kind of like hinted at it, like you know game reviewers and like critics have been like oh it's like an MMO light for a source shooter and, but like Bungie's never officially called themselves that in this game space so it's really interesting now to like know that's like that was the first step and it's kind of like weeding your garden right like you're pulling out shit that like you don't want that doesn't belong that you don't need that like is maybe going to be bad for your health for the health of the garden if you keep it there like they're they're going back and now like taking care they're of trying yeah their baby, they're trying to know. correct some missteps that you know and i think that's where like if you were a destiny player and especially a destiny 2 player and you you know were just i don't know i, I think a lot of people just kind of got sick of feeling like i don't know like what i'm supposed to be doing in this game i don't know Mm -hmm. direction i'm supposed to go in i don't know you know what activities i'm supposed to do to fill my time and so a lot of Mm -hmm. people just you know kind of dipped out and have been playing their games which like that's most of our friends honestly have like quit playing this game and like we've gone to call of duty gone to whatever br gone to just other games in general like yeah but i think like the thing about um this next expansion that's Mm. really exciting like you said is like this really is their i think the first content that uh activision did not have um, any say in at all and so i think these seasons that have been between shadow keep and and the next one have been seasons that were already you know planned out and were made to set a model that was in place like with activision and i think like you know to just get off of that trajectory and like completely change the game like i said that's not it's not easily overnight it's like i think we've used this analogy a lot but like you have to kind of think of like video game development as like a giant tanker out in the ocean Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. you know you don't just like pull a yui and just it's, like turn around as and go soon back. as it's That's, going it's motoring but like to change it it's yeah. like oh it takes no a long time <laughs> for that to happen and yeah. so i think um you know we were saying we thought that this was going to be a throwaway season and i think like part of the reason we felt that way was because like okay well they're just stringing us along until they can like put out give the know, dlc the give us the DLC, product that, yeah. and like they're just gonna give us i to be perfectly honest a lot of the seasons have kind of fell flat you know since shadow keep because it's kind of been like the same activities just 
different outfit and mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. you know it just gets really repetitive and like we have ourselves taking breaks from this game because it's just like uh like whatever but we always like come back at new seasons to Check see like out. what's going at on and um when we came back for the season and we saw this dungeon and we were just like oh wow like i think this was just a really sincere way of bungee saying hey guys like just hold on a little bit longer like this Mm -hmm. is what's to come this is just a taste of it you know right and i think that to me is what is so compelling about like what what's probably to come because like this feels because this is the first time too in a long time where it feels like we have like very strong dots being connected in Mm -hmm. the narrative of the game too where it's like oh like Aries is talking to like the nine about the darkness and like like well, and- the drifter has like his toes in there too and like his, his feet, yeah. feet in the water with that and it's just like there's all these like whispers of different things and like stuff is happening like the pyramid ships are now here and like they're starting to like pick away at our planets and like they're sending us messages and it's like what is happening it's like just a while like it feels like things are actually like the promise was given we want destiny to be like a changing evolving world right like that is something that has been said about the game for a while and i think generally like that is what they've wanted to do but i think it's now feels like this is the first time in a long time or at least in what i can recall in memory like where it's actually coming to fruition this this like vision and plan of like shit's changing and that shit's happening you know mm-hmm. so yeah and uh correct me if i'm wrong but i think this is like the only dungeon that actually like has narrative really behind it like y- you have tasks that you're trying to do in the other ones but like you don't really get a lot of like story or anything from like shattered throne or uh you know yeah y- yes yes and no i i think this is like the direct application of narrative is with this dungeon and like mm-hmm there's a reason why we go to the shattered throne it's sort of once again to uncover like what the fuck is happening like why is the taken have such a strong presence here like we've opened up you know the ribbons keep essentially like let's go figure out that but like what's what's the deal with this like you know taken throne realm in the middle of the dreamy city you know and i think it's to figure out what ritual is there being cast to like cause it to be such a strong presence you know and that's why like it used think, to be the third week that dungeon opened up where it's like okay the taking presence yeah. is the strongest like let's now go in and see what happens and so i think the thing though is like if you move that from like when you were playing the campaign and actually like hearing the story like consistently mm-hmm. and you just stand alone to like the shattered in it you know mm-hmm. where like if i just jump into prophecy and i'm getting these like bits of story i i know like Oh, okay this is why we're here this is what we're doing you know yeah. because like yeah it's just what's well, direct once again i it's just like feel the... like this is the right kind of way to do oh, attention absolutely it's, just well, it's, it's it a direct so line of and... like telling the story you know there's no uh, like yeah. deep diving into like the lore tabs that you get or the collection stuff you get but it's like it's uh it's direct narrative and like it's the first time in a long time they've done that and like the mechanics the dungeon the themes all sort of like play into each other with it too so do i have you there oh no i think i lost you Uh oh technical difficulties (laughs) oh shoot 
Let's see. Let's see if she forgot about it. Oh, hey, it was Hi. my internet. Yay. Yeah, I think it shorted out. You did like robot out for a half second, so <laughs> that's totally fine. It is what it is, you know. Yeah. So I'm glad that we've gotten this this solid chunk in of itself <laughs> going. So yeah. So. Um, let's see here. Well, we still have a little bit more time. Um, mm -hmm. And right now, if you're watching this, joining us here, you can see the like. It was also really, that was another interesting thing of like how they had um, this particular DPS hallway set up too, um, where it had, I can't remember the wave they said, uh, but there was like a wave design pattern that kind of like forced you to like go towards and like through the end. And like this whole space had like a very different design, not terribly dissimilar, but like different. And uh, it was just like, it was just like, I felt like I was being hypnotized. Yeah, and it was like, oh. <laughs> so weird. It was very weird. And like, you can see here, though, they have this like broken, fractally, like geometry kind of like swirling almost like down like a barrel kind of like twist. And like, that also kind of like draws you to this like end point. And like, this whole thing is like chasing this boss in this hallway. And like, once again, you can like see all these like crazy shapes where it's like, you know, like rhombuses and like you know extended like pyramids and like pointy pointy towers at the end like and like the whole thing is like a sphere it's like all of these different things are like finally coming together and like what's interesting about this fight and it's in of itself to even get to this point too is like it's a full-blown um like collaboration of like everything that you've had to do in this dungeon so far and like bungie's pretty good about doing stuff like that or it's like just the like full like they give you a mechanic and then you learn it and experience it throughout and then they like start layering more things and, like it gets way more complicated when you do the upside down room where it's like you have set geometry they have to work with and you have to like still do the whole like light and dark mechanic oh this is where i totally worked my jump um and like it's just like a very good experience of just like here's the full collaborative package don't make fun of me gosh i'm a professional i'm sorry okay? i'm sorry no i um, i'm pretty sure I whiff it too at some point here soon. I we wipe at some point. It's no big deal. Yeah. And then we kind of put on our, our big gamer pants and we just like ace the boss. We were. I just have to say, when we were recording this, we were so embarrassed at how many times we were dying, and we were like, maybe we should. It was a genuine well, consideration of like, me. should I we? Like, I, we I didn't want to admit it because I wanted us to be brave and strong, but I was like, fuck, maybe we should make this a little bit cleaner. <laughs> but like, there's a lot of dumb little Whatever. mistakes. But like, it's an honest gameplay. Yeah. Like. Yeah, we're usually is, pretty good about it so yeah and if we i don't know you need it's, friend hello thank you thank you for the follow it's, but it's just the way we play the game but yeah. you know it's like we we take ourselves pretty seriously <laughs> <Although> we're, <laughs> i think in moments we take ourselves pretty seriously yeah. we we too man a lot of content and um you know it's kind of like our I guess our thing we mm -hmm. like to do. Um, we like it's to just like, fun. It's an extra push layer challenge. And see so. if we can do it, and um, you know, it's just it's it's a good time. But we definitely we definitely have our missteps. Oh, uh, we're big and... we're big dumb dummies and <laughs> we'll give you yeah. some, so. Uh huh. Yeah. No, yeah, we yeah. have uh, we have rough times sometimes. Uh, this dungeon, uh, the first mm -hmm. time we came in here, we were way under light. And um, we couldn't even get through the first area with like just the thralls and the uh, knights because we, we, we were so being just like smacked yeah. by the thrall. We were so eager to get in there. We just couldn't. We, we, couldn't we slowly wait. but surely chipped our way in by getting light and stuff. Um, yeah. And yeah. then talking about like loadouts and just. Um, it was a whole that's, thing. 
that's another like I think like really fun aspect to um Destiny it, for me anyways yeah. is like figuring out that right loadout whether it's you know your weapons or your subclasses mm -hmm. and just like having that to kind of mess around with because like I don't know like you could you look at our emblems and like yeah we've cleared this like close to 20 times but it's like you know why do you want to do that 20 times you don't learn anything new you hear the story whatever like you're getting the same experience but it's like no like we <laughs> screw around with our loadouts we try different tactics mm -hmm. we you know it's it's like a new experience every time and it's just it's so fun and it's just fun to be challenged because mm -hmm. you know this is a space that's like not easy and uh you know, to be messing around with your loadout and that it just gives you even more of that satisfaction when you do something right, you know, and like, yeah, no, absolutely. And like, that's the thing is like, it's like a puzzle to be solved. And like, there's, or, uh, or maybe better yet, it's a lock to be unlocked. And like, you have probably 18 different keys to get unlocked, you know, like, there's just so many different ways of like being able to like go about the problem. Um, so uh i need friend i'm doing good i'm doing good we're uh this has been a fun this has been a fun time here so uh but yeah i this dungeon i think has been um it's it's a beautiful capstone i think on on this season and like the dungeon experience that they've been able to like craft so far and like once again like if you are at all curious about the ride along that they did for this and you were curious about this dungeon like absolutely go check it out um it's it's a really interesting watch and stuff and uh it's just been yeah. it's been such a delight to like make our way through this and like i don't know i think the ride along too is just like right on bungees like whatever so yeah it should be on their youtube page it should be on their own twitch page probably yeah um, so it so. won't be hard to track down if you just like ride along bungee prophecy dungeon or something like that i'm sure it's gonna pop up too mm -hmm. um I think though that's that's probably going to be about it for us on this this first uh, this this inaugural foray into uh, us uh, chatting chatting here. So, is there anything else that you think we need to maybe hit on? We are in our closing minutes here. Um, I I don't think so. I mean, yeah. um, I feel like we uh gushed about this um you know <laughs> this encounter in this dungeon mm -hmm. like quite a bit and just bungee in general but i mean i guess like just to say this is kind of be prepared for this every week we're gonna uh just choose a different topic and just kind of like Break go it down. more in depth about it yeah. and uh give our thoughts and eventually hopefully have some of our friends join us and yeah give yeah. their thoughts too um and just uh, kind of like Joe Joe is saying he's almost home and about to hop on mic, but <laughs> we're also about to wrap it up, Joe. So if you're still listening, yeah, sorry, like, we, if yeah. you want to like chat with us next week, like I'd be more than happy yeah. to yeah, try and figure we'll out definitely. want to make that work. But we're gonna try and do this like first thing Thursday afternoon like this. And like I, I think we can shape out the time um as we need to for for what we want to talk about and stuff too. But um no, mm -hmm. definitely, definitely it's gonna be a lot of breaking down just different aspects of this game what we like what we dislike you know just different things like whatever mostly destiny related stuff and uh mm -hmm. and like bring on joe <laughs> and like chat about stuff um and friends and joe yeah so and if you want more information about anything uh you can just follow the twitter account for uh it's at afk combos mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. um 
we'll put any announcements there for stuff. Um, mm-hmm. We'll be loading like episodes onto YouTube so mm-hmm. that you can always go back and listen to them if you miss them. Um, and hopefully eventually get a podcast also happening. So, the, we'll, uh, we'll we'll s- <laughs> yeah, we will slowly phase from being professional amateurs to maybe low grade professionals, <laughs> so mediocre professionals. Kind of doing a little bit. Yeah. 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 Uh, so that's where we're at with it. Yeah. Um, uh, other than that, uh, I, I, I cannot think of anything else. I think, I think we've done it. I think we've arrived. I feel good. Okay. I feel good. Do you feel um, good? I, I feel good. Thank okay. you, uh, Huck, for joining me for this uh, AFK combo. It was very well, nice. Thank you, Katsu, for joining me for this AFK combo. <laughs> uh, if you want to just go ahead and wrap things up. Yeah. Well, yeah. And thank thank everyone here, Shiba, Joe, oh, yes. uh, any thank friend for, for hopping in. Please, like we like I said, like we'll have our own structure for chatting and doing this, but... Um, we live commentary it's what we're doing on twitch we want we want an actual participation engagement with it and like we have a conversation in mind that doesn't have to be the way it goes every time either so yeah um, yeah yeah so anyways um i think we can close it out here and just say thank you thank you thank you um join us next week um for another afk conversations and uh we'll uh keep the word going on that and uh we'll catch it we'll catch you next time so uh See you hopefully in a week, gamers. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at AFK Combos, as well as subscribe to AFK Conversations on YouTube. And don't forget to follow Mr. Huckleberry on Twitch so that you can catch our live broadcasts. We hope to see you around the next time we put the controller down and share another AFK Conversation.